Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first official episode of Ponder on This. Joining me and end today is the number one user of Across the Pond Discord, Catherine. How are you doing, Catherine? Hey, guys. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so tell us a bit about Catherine, where you come from, etc. So I come from southeast London. Brat, brat, brat. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> But yeah, I'm from South East London, born and raised. I've always lived in South East London. I haven't travelled too much around outside of London. So yeah, I kind of need to do a bit more of that. But yeah, South East London is where I grew up, went to school, went to uni, everywhere, everything in South East London. <laughs> yes. Have you not done much travelling in England? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. And I would really like to because there's some beautiful places in England. It's not just abroad. England is so vast, so many lovely attractions that I love to see. What would you like to see if you could, if you had the choice of going around England? Um, so I love to see like the Lake District. I've heard a lot of good things about that. I'd love to go there. Um, I'd love to. So I did go actually to Oxford and to the Cotswold for my cousin's wedding and that was really it was really beautiful but I don't know it's different when you go somewhere for a specific event and then you just come home versus if you went there to just explore and go around so yeah I like to go to Oxford again just to explore and go around the Lake District I'd love to go there I don't know just like just out of london i mean the air's so much better out of london it's less polluted like just i'd love to just just go places i'll 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 go and probably have a look at some places to go after this but i didn't really, i'm not i'm not too good with my geography of england as i'm sure n knows because i recently said sort of being on the cat so yeah just exploring and i love countryside areas especially yeah, I'd definitely recommend the Lake District. It's really nice. I, I haven't been there for years, but I went quite a bit in my late teens like mm-hmm. to visit friends who were working there. And yeah. uh, it was a really nice place. And as I say, you would class that as the countryside. Absolutely gorgeous. Loads of nice lakes. Loads oh, of nice cabins cool. to stay in. Yeah. Get away from social media. And, no, definitely. <laughs> very rural area. It was really nice. That's lovely. And also like seaside areas and coastal areas that would be nice to go to. I remember going to Margate as a child. I think that's the only time I've been to like the beach, a coastal area or something. But um, you know, it's only, it's not far. It's not that far to go. So I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> sitting in, sitting in um, South East London all this time when I could be, you know, it's not like I'm, I would be going abroad because, you know, COVID and that. We went to Margate for one of my friends' stag night of like bachelor party for mm-hmm. our American friends. We went there because it was featured in one of our favorite television shows, like a comedy, Only Fools oh. and Horses. There's an episode that's set in Margate where they travel oh. there, like a big gang of them, and they have a great time. And we thought, let's go to Margate. Yeah. And when we got there, we were expecting there to still be loads of amusement parks and and rides and loads of places open. And when we got there, it was like it, uh, something out of Russia. It was like an Eastern European block. It was just <laughs> nothing there. One big massive block of flats that were that were derelict. There was no one living in them. And there was one, there was like one pub open in the whole seaside place. And in the end, we had to get a, we had to get changed and get a 
I mean, he busts and goes somewhere else. It was, it was, it was, total, it was just a total ghost town. Oh my gosh. Because when it's, I went there, I was a child, so and there was rides and stuff, so yeah. it must have changed a lot then. I think it must have uh, took a, a big downturn in the, like, the last 20 years, because oh. there was nothing there at all when we went. It was, and this is like, say, maybe five, six years ago. Wow, wow. Mad, huh? I'd like to visit the south of England more. Obviously, I've spent the majority of my life up living and, and working up in northern England. That There's lots of places, apart from London, Mm. and a few places I've been to watch Liverpool play football matches I haven't really spent much time in the south of England I'd like to go to like Devon and places like that and see what they're like okay mm. so would I <laughs> to be honest south of England yeah tell us about your school life okay so I went to school literally just about it's down my road my primary both my primary school and my secondary school are um, down my road and up my road respectively. Yeah, my primary school, I say with absolute confidence, I went to the best primary school ever. (laughs) Or at least I really, really loved it. And it's like a really good primary school. Like generally a lot of people like it. It was very, um, it was not a huge school. It's like 30 children in each year. So it was very um, like you could know everybody. So yeah, I felt like my class was like my family, little brothers and sisters. <laughs> and yeah, I loved going to school. I loved education. I always loved education. Even now still, I love education. And yeah, primary school was for me the most fun stage of schooling. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. Obviously, for our American friends, primary school is like seven till 11 years of age when you go to secondary school it's like 11 to 16 isn't it yeah or maybe 11 to 18 now you have to stay on i think that's when the work starts yeah is primary school for you ages 7 to 11 because for me it was 4 to like 4 to 11 roughly see that's weird i think i went to the same school but i think you we call it infants and primary oh i see infants infants is like four to seven oh and then primary was seven till 11. Okay. so there was the same school but they were totally different parts like they were split off oh i see you know, inf- you, we called it infants and junior so where do you say primary school we call the junior school so i went to the second i saw it like you i went there from four till 11 but when i we'd say primary school would be seven till 11. okay that's when it's for i think it's fun you, you're learning how to spell but you're still you're still doing art and yeah, playing yeah, sports exactly. You go to senior school, 11 yeah. till 16, yeah. and you're like, you're getting told you need to learn French and Spanish and you're doing algebra. Exactly. That you're never going to need. For me, primary school, 4 to 11, but it is split up, but it's in the same school. So for me anyway, it's in the same school building. We do call it infants and juniors. Like infants is like year reception to year two, and then juniors is year three to year six. But... um it's in the same building where I went to school anyway, and we just call it primary school, but it has like, I guess, infants and juniors. Oh, so what about your, your secondary school? Did you like that just the same? Oh yeah, so uh, secondary school, no, I didn't like secondary school. Yeah, it was. I just, I didn't like secondary school. It was quite a trying time for me personally as well. I dealt with like illness sort of as I was entering secondary school. So because of that, I think it kind of brought forth 
a lot of other things and like socially I didn't really get along well with people in secondary school and I was a bit teased and like you know I think a lot of people have had at least a negative experience within their secondary school experience but for me generally I know my favorite part stage of schooling was primary school because I didn't like secondary school at all if I could go back now as I'm more mature and whatever maybe I could tolerate it a bit more but I was I was extremely glad when we finished and yeah finished our GCSE exams at 16 and um, yeah. then just finished I was glad and while everybody was crying they're gonna miss each other I was like quite happy to be finished school so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if your my primary school was every class we had was in the same room no matter if it was English, maths, it was the same teacher. You were just all your same friends yeah. and you, you knew, you'd been going to school with each other from four to 11. You knew each other inside out. Exactly, and then yeah. senior school, every class is in a different area. You, a lot of your friends from primary school have gone to different schools. Exactly. So you're like starting a whole new school with all your, all the comfort blankets of your friends who you grew up with is gone. Right. And you're getting to know all new people. Yeah. The school's massive and every class is in a different area. Exactly. You've got timetables. I did I it took me a while. I went to a Catholic school for six months. Mm-hmm. I hated that. And then I went to a local comprehensive, which was like a just like a, a stone's throw from where I lived. I, I like that one a lot more. Mm. It's a bit more laid back. Yeah, so it was exactly the same for me, primary school. So same t- uh, same teacher, same classroom for everything. And then secondary school was like, in like the first few weeks, you'd be getting lost because, you know, you're trying to find where to go. And it's all different people. Because my primary school and my secondary school were so close to each other, a lot of people from my primary school actually went to my secondary school as well. So that was nice to have at least people that I knew already there at secondary school. But yeah, like all the lessons all around the building. I kind of like, I mean, it's just like the experience of like, because my secondary school, now they've built the building but like the old school building it's got so many memories because it's so big and like there's just classrooms are all over the place so yeah a big jump from primary school but oh my gosh I, every time I see a picture taken in my old school in, in the old school building I like go down a little road of nostalgia because like I don't know it's just full of memories I guess not all great memories but memories nevertheless you know yeah, I think, I think like you, you said earlier, I think most people have probably got both positive and negative experiences yeah. from the high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Tell me more about, about your family. How many, uh, have you got any siblings? Yeah, so I have two older brothers. One's over 10 years older than me and one sort of closer in age to me and a younger sister close in age to me as well. Four of you? Yes, yeah, four. You and your younger sister, are you still living at home? Yeah, we are. And my brothers are both married now and living away. Cool. And have you got any nephews or nieces yet? Yeah, so my oldest brother has two nephews and they are kind of at the early secondary school age. So around the age of 11, both of them. And it's really very shocking time for us at the moment because like my oldest nephew he's just grown so much he's so tall he's about the same height as me and his voice is broken and i'm just like we're just trying to get with the program but we're quite shocked (laughs) to be honest 
and me and my sister keep saying wow like look how tall he is and stuff and like and the not smiling stage even though he does smile but you know how you know how kids get at a certain age i saw a picture of my nephew recently and he's got like a full-on beard and everything bigger than mine <laughs> and i'm like yo who the heck is this and i'm like oh, that's my, my nephew no. <laughs> like, it's crazy <laughs> so yeah they grow up so quick yeah they do how old is he yeah he's 22 now i think 22 23 something <laughs> like that oh so and you've been an uncle since a young yeah, age i've been i've been an uncle since the age of maybe four years old or something like that oh wow <laughs> It's like Uncle Ang giving out advice when he was young would have been like, you want to get that uh, Spider-Man figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giving his nephew's advice on that on toys. Wow. Yeah, it's funny because like, I was the one that was getting all the information from my siblings and stuff, I was trying to pass it on kid yeah. form to my nephews and nieces. Yeah, it was it was cool. <laughs> Aww, that's, that's quite cute actually. You must have felt a lot of like responsibility, the older, you know, the uncle telling all your little yeah, nephews. Yeah, I was a lot more closer to my older nephews and nieces than I was to my own siblings because they were a lot older than I am. So yeah, I felt more closer to, the, to my nephews and nieces, which is kind of strange, but... Yeah, yeah. I have actually got an aunt and an uncle who were younger than me. Oh, really? Yeah, my granddad, when him and my grandmother split up when they had six kids, in like the late 60s mm-hmm. and a couple in like the, the mid 70s he'd remarried and he had two more kids so they were born okay. late 76 and 77 and i was born early 76 so i've got an auntie and a uncle who were both younger than wow. me wow how are the dynamics but obviously it doesn't it doesn't it just feels like i'm related to them like it feels more like maybe like a cousin type relationship we just like there's no like obviously because the younger there's no like authority it just mm. feels like relatives just like cousins or something okay yeah so she what me auntie's a driving instructor so when i was taking driving lessons she was giving me them and when i was telling everyone and getting taught by my auntie i thought they, i think everyone in the head had the, an old woman yeah. in my head, taking me out <laughs> driving it was like Wow. Kate, who's like actually younger than me. Mm. <laughs> I guess it happens, you know. So, Kath, tell us now about your, the job you're doing at the moment. Okay, so um, the job I'm doing at the moment is website and digital assistance um, for a charity, for a local charity. It's quite a small charity, but like very, a very important sort of, almost quite connected to um, a local council. So it's quite, it's a small charity, but sort of big reach but um yeah so that's so web and digital assistant i've been doing that since about september and before that at the same place i was the communications officer um so and that involved managing the charity social media platforms uh, managing the website and producing a regular newsletter send out to subscribers Okay, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Well, that was in the comms role. In the current role that I'm doing, I just manage the website and offer some digital support as well. But yeah, definitely before it was a lot of responsibility. I kind of felt like I wasn't up to par for for the role for a long time. But um, anyway, I'm not doing it anymore. But, you know, hey. I think you must have your job on lockdown because to stay number one in Discord, you must have a lot of free time to like. <laughs> you got everything sussed out. You the jobs 
easy sailing. Uh, you just go on and go on Discord and chat to your friends. <laughs> when did I join Discord, actually? I joined, like, June. And, oh, yeah, so I was doing the comms role then. So, yeah. How did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Got a lot of pressure to keep hold of that crown, number one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You enjoy your role? Um, yeah, I do enjoy it, and it's quite. Um, I, I'm quite. I find it quite easy to do as well. Um, managing the website. I guess I've kind of learned as I've gone along how to like do different things. And earlier this year, actually, the website went through. I sort of was responsible for redesigning the website. So um, that that involved a lot of work, a lot of planning, a lot of looking at you know looking around the internet for different things like a little touching on a little bit of code but not even not that much code but yeah it was a long process it was a frustrating process if I'm absolutely honest but um I don't know like I'm here now um, so it's a new website from what it was sort of pre pre-may sort of thing but yes yeah, it's, it's quite um, straightforward for me to do obviously for those who if somebody doesn't know how to do it it can be more time consuming and it's not to say that it's never time consuming but it's it's easy to do but it can take a lot of time sort of thing so I, yeah i enjoy it we should be uh marketing our uh, <laughs> so have you been in the same sort of career background in your previous roles um since, since leaving uni so um i so the charity that i work at now is actually my first um job since uni so at uni i studied accounting however i didn't do really anything with that um so i came into the charity that i'm working at now um, as a research and project support assistant and then I was supposed to just do six months and then sort of they wanted to extend it another six months, so which I accepted. Then the comms person left and then I was offered the role of comms. And then I sort of, I guess I came to my conclusion with that role in August and I was, I was supposed to be leaving, but then they were like, oh, you know, basically they wanted me to stay and do the website. So... I'm there doing websites. So kind of admin-y, comms-y, website-y stuff is what I've worked in. Okay, cool. Yeah. What we're going to talk about now, I think will make your face light up because every time we have quizzes about TV, films, music, you always do really well. Do I? Okay. So you know you do. So what are your favourite TV programmes? Oh, childhood TV. Oh, that, yeah. But yeah, I see what you mean about how I like that. Okay, yeah. So obviously in the UK, we had channels like CITV, for example. And so I loved programs like, um, is it Come Outside? Bodger and Badger and um, yeah, Tracy Beaker. Um, oh, that was CBBC more. I, I can't remember what channel it was. But yeah, Funhouse as well. But I think they had fun of fun house in America. I don't know. Oh. It probably weren't called the same okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, I liked um I don't know, can't remember if Tom Tom and Jerry's US, obviously, I'm sure. Anyway, yeah. like the CITV, I can't remember all the programs from there, but Nickelodeon and Disney were like my absolute favourite um, channels as as I was growing up. So like programs like um Keenan and Kel, Sister Sister. Kim Possible and Disney, Clarissa Explains It All, 
um, The Amanda Show on Nickelodeon, Zoe 101. See, this is why I said that earlier. <laughs> when we had the quiz, yeah. the Nickelodeon quiz, you were like the quickest thing ever. <laughs> ever getting them all right yeah i love nickelodeon as a child i i super super loved nickelodeon and like and disney as well like the sweet life of zach and cody kim possible as i said proud family recess oh my gosh recess recess was the show <laughs> um, oh yeah recess was good yeah i what was the song you you, you sang on karaoke oh, <laughs> yeah it was the kim possible theme tune <laughs> Okay, I couldn't remember which one. Yeah, but like, yeah. Um, I think what else? What else on Disney? I mean, Hannah Montana. Obviously, my musical. So High School Musical. Ah, I love High School Musical. (laughs) Um, you were one of them people. Yes, I am one of them people. This is a bit after my time. This stuff. Um, I do. My grand used to look after my younger cousins mm-hmm. so they're probably more your and N's age okay. in that age group so like the likes of uh, Rugrats Clarissa oh, yeah. Keenan and Kel do you remember they, they'd always be on in the house so I remember them shows but mm-hmm. Hannah Montana and Kim Possible don't know anything about these okay. and as you said Rugrats I just thought of loads of more <laughs> well not loads but just like Rugrats Wild Form Breeze Cubics Sonic X even Totally Spies yeah <laughs> Sorry. Doug. Doug. Sorry. Remember Doug? Yeah, I, I remember Doug. I didn't watch it too much though, but I do remember it. I do remember, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, when when I was a kid we only had three I think three channels when Okay. Three T V channels. Yeah, when I when I first remember T V it was like the early eighties. We had BBC one, BBC two and ITV. Okay. And the TV used to start at half, so there's no breakfast TV, so the TV used to come on at half nine. Oh, really? And then it finished, like, about midnight. Obviously, I wouldn't have seen it that late. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they wouldn't. there was no TV in the morning in the UK until about 1983. So there was no nothing on any channel before half nine in the morning until about 1983. Wow. Maybe 84. Didn't Channel 5 drop in, like, 1999 or something, around the 90s? Channel Channel 4 started in 1982 and Channel 5 started in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember seeing that uh, when it actually, like, when they dropped it, I was like, oh, I would have been seven years old at the time, but yeah, I remember seeing it. I was like, why is there no Channel 5 before that? That was kind of strange. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was quite late when that came out, mm-hmm. but I think when Channel 5 came out, there was cable TV was all over the place yeah. then, so everyone had lo- lots of channels Yeah. Then. When, yeah, when I was a kid, when I first watched, when, when I can be like five, six watching TV, there was not literally TV didn't start a lot. Oh, wow. There was nothing on before that. It was just like a black screen. Oh, wow. You actually felt you turned the TV on. It was like, it was obviously analog TV mm. that back then. So you'd actually hear the click of the, of the, the television coming yeah. on. And then it starts at half nine. Did you guys watch like um, game shows and stuff? Like I used to love um, Gladiators, Crystal Maze, um, take this yeah, the, yeah. this um, kind of, ja- I think it was Japanese show, like a kind of... Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, Takeshi's Castle. I love that. that. amazing. That uh, cracked me up. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, I should I sh- I sh- I sh- really like it. Uh gladiators yeah are you ready <laughs> yeah. 
that, and that's another one that was that was American as well, but it was called American Gladiators. Oh, was there. it? Okay. Yeah. So, but they used to come over and they used to have international ones, and they'd come over and compete against against our our gladiators. Oh. <laughs> and catchphrase, I loved catchphrase. We were. I was watching catchphrase with Lisa. The oh, is he? Um, I love yeah. it. And family fortunes and all that. Yeah. And blind date, yeah. which I Fam- thought was before my time. <laughs> Lucky mm-hmm. blind date. Was- yeah, family fortunes is called family feud. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Was good. Oh yes. Oh my. Oh, when, yeah. When that first when that first came out, that was the show. Where wasn't yeah. it? Trying to yeah. see someone. Winning. It was. And I think someone won, but they committed for like they. Yeah, it was. They were it was a guy that basically coughing. Like, coughing, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and the weakest oh, link that was massive. You know, though. my cousin actually went on there. You know, <laughs> the weakest link. Yeah. Really? yeah. The weakest and link. And what's her name? And what's Anne Robinson? She she like you know she grills the um, grills the contestants and she was like asking my cousin, is she you know is she in a relationship? Is she single? Does she live by herself? <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> oh man. But the weakest. I love. I liked the weakest <laughs> link as well. Did she win? Um, no, 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 she she probably was, she probably went off at, like, probably was the sixth person to go off or something. Oh, that's not bad, sixth person. That's a pretty yeah, good show. Yeah, it is. Bad, isn't it? I watch reruns. I, I just watch reruns on Challenge anytime it's on. I watch, I watch reruns on Challenge, but I, I only really watch okay, Bullseye. Okay, what's Bullseye? Bullseye was like a show, it was like a, a show, like a general knowledge show, but it was round oh, dark, okay. so. You had to get points by by playing darts, and then they get yeah. asked questions. It's very uh, mm-hmm. very eighties. Looks very dated challenge. now. Yeah, challenge. I haven't seen the TV in so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you own a TV? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's mainly for Netflix and the PlayStation. Okay. I feel like I spent probably the majority of my childhood watching TV. I mean, the way I'm able to list all these shows. I spent so much time watching TV, but I really loved watching TV as a child. I still watch TV, but like, if there's something on, I feel like, or if the news is just on in in my front room, like one of my family members watching it, I'll watch. But like, and if there's a documentary on on BBC or whatever, I might tune in. But apart from that, I might stream more things to TV, like Netflix and stuff. Same. Uh, I think I, I heard one of you guys talking about the what's it called oh, mangrove. So I watched mangrove. Watch that. Okay. Ago. I, th- I think that was a good one. That was the afternoon. That yeah. was really good. I thought. I haven't right. watched it myself, but um, on my family WhatsApp group, they've been talking about how it's, there's a lot of inaccuracies to how to to the portrayal of like culture and how people were at the time. But I, you know, I still, I won't. I don't take that away from the show. As a, as a show in itself and acting and stuff, I'll still watch it and stuff. Yeah, I, t- I tend to stream more. I do I do watch TV, but I watch a lot of TV on my, my iPad because yeah. <laughs> me and Lisa's taste in TV shows is quite different. Like she looks, she watches okay. all the soaps, and sometimes I do try and get involved and mm. watch them with her. But some, I just most of the time, if there's any mm. football, on, <laughs> I, go, 
I like I, I'm gonna go upstairs yeah. and watch the football. No, I do I do follow um EastEnders quite a bit. I I used to all of us really in my house we used to follow Coronation Street and kind of got into that when my grandma was staying around and she would always watch it religiously and so then we got into it and a lot of the storylines but then I started watching EastEnders when um okay if you don't follow EastEnders you won't know what I'm talking about but when um Lucy Beal when they were going to find out who was Lucy Beal's killer that's when that was 2015 um, I think yes, I think it was 2015, but that's when I started following. And um, yeah, I haven't watched it that much recently because I'm just I don't know. I think I'm just a bit tired of of I don't know of the storyline sometimes. But yeah, I think both soaps. If there's a good storyline, I will tend to like get involved in it yeah. and watch it with Lisa. But then as soon as the interesting storyline finishes, I'm like <laughs> I'm out. I'm gonna go and watch football. Last episode was when. Um... Told me till got shot. I don't remember how long ago that was. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was the last episode I actually remember properly watching. Oh. I reckon that's probably like 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I never used to like watching it. And uh, I used to hate it because, like, I used to stay up late and I'd want to watch like a horror movie or something. And then my brother would come home from work and he'd put on EastEnders. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to watch this <laughs> crap. And <laughs> it would just put me off. How, how old was you wanting to watch a horror movie? If your brother was so much I'm older, maybe, then... Like maybe 10, 15 years older than me still, so like 25 or 35, something like that. I don't know. So you was like... So how old were you? I would have been like, what, 15? Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Not like 10 16. wanting to watch a horror movie. <laughs> My love for horror movies, I think, started when I was about 12, uh-huh. I think. So, because I yeah. don't find horror movies scary, that's the last. I don't know if I was making it to me weird, but uh, I, I think they're amusing. I, I find them funny. Mm. I remember me and my brother going to stay in my granddad's house because he was away, and we wanted to. Cause it was quite r- rough where I grew up, so because my granddad was away on holiday with me, it, we needed someone to look after the house in case it got broken into. So in the day. Me and my brother used to go and sit in there and we'd just watch TV and make sure nothing, like no one broke in or anything. And my my granddad had that massive selection of videos and my uncle used to stay with my granddad as well, his son. And uh, I remember me and my brother got like Nightmare on Elm Street out and we started watching it. And that was like with the one with Freddy Krueger in it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Freddy Krueger's got the like the, uh, the knives on his hands. Yeah. When it was getting to a scary bit, I went outside and told my brother I was getting us a drink. I want to come back in and put our drinks down. And I'd also <laughs> brought in four four knives out of, out of the, the cutlery drawer and I put them between oh. my fingers. And when I was getting to a, <laughs> to a really scary part, I put them in front of my brother's face. Oh my face. gosh. <laughs> I got a serious ass whooping for that. I don't think I could walk for a week. Because my brother... He ran straight. My granddad, this is my great granddad, mm. by the way. So I used to watch, see my nan getting told, my grandmother getting told oh, off by wow. her father. So my brother ran down mm. to my nan's house and said, what, what I'd just done. And my nan come home, come up and she absolutely <laughs> spanked my ass for oh about five God. minutes. Little look back, it was so funny. <laughs> that's though. funny, that's funny. Brother's probably traumatized for life, like, but it was, makes me laugh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I don't like horror movies myself. No, no, I can't do them. <laughs> do you know what? It's not something. When people say I just fancy yeah. watching a horror film, I've never felt okay. like watching a horror film. 
I'd always want to watch a comedy mm. or an action film. I've never wanted to put turn the lights off and watch a horror film like a lot of people do. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I turn off all my lights in the house <laughs> and I'll put it on and I'll put it up loud. And I've done that since I was a kid. So I, I, I don't know how it even happened though because I remember you remember the movie uh, Predator. Um, we had like a special edition like uh, my brother's something. boy. Yeah, and I remember just looking at the case and I, that would scare me. Like just looking at the case, I'd be scared. So I don't know how I went from there to like loving horror movies. I don't. I really don't know. So what is your missus like then? Because is that kind of a problem? She, she loves horror oh. movies too. No, she loves horror movies. It's just she doesn't like having the lights off, so I'd have to keep them on. But we still watch okay. them together. And most of the time, she'd jump up and I'd be just cracking up <laughs> at her. I'll crack it up at the screen or whatever's mm-hmm. going on. I, I, I just find them so funny. Mm. No, I've even, I've literally, I mean, even, even if it's just suspense in a movie, I've literally, I was in the uh, cinema watching, um, uh, you know, the Jason Bourne films, it must have been the Bourne Ultimatum or something, like, it was like a car chase and, no, it wasn't that, okay, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't watched it, I think it was a bit where, oh, have you guys watched it, by the way? No, but it's alright, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. Um, it yeah, was a bit where um, I think that basically there was a professor in a lab and he, it's like he went mad or something and he was shooting everyone. He was coming closer and closer to where this girl was like crouched down behind a desk or something and he was shooting people and stuff. And um, my friend looked over to me and I had my hands in front of my face and it's like she was just laughing at me because that's just how I am. Like if something's about to happen, I'm just like, oh, I don't, you know, I have to put something in front of my face or something, um, you know, because I feel, I feel, I feel the adrenaline and the suspense and it's like, oh, you know, I don't know, that's just me. I went to the cinema when I was maybe 12 or 13 years of age and me and my friends went to watch. Have you no. ever seen Look Who's Talking? No. Look Who's Talking is about like a film, an, mm-hmm. an actress called Kirstie Alley and she has a baby, but... Bruce Willis plays the the premise behind the film is that Bruce Willis is the voice is is, is what the kid's saying is it is in like Bruce Willis it's his voice but he's not saying it out loud it's like the baby's thoughts before, okay. before he can speak so like it's quite a funny film and there's nothing there's nothing mm. scary about it it's a comedy but towards the end of the film there's a there's a scene where the the baby is has has got away from his mum and is wandering mm. around I think it's New York City. And he wanders into the road mm. and the car nearly hits him. In the cinematography, the car yeah. comes close to the camera. And I literally <laughs> jumped about 10 foot in the head oh in, the, head in the cinema. Totally, totally yeah. startled. Like, oh, yeah. like it was 3D or something. Everyone sitting around me was laughing <laughs> their heads off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I thought the car was going to hit me. I just made a, an absolutely show, no, show that, myself. Yeah. And that's just, that has just made me feel really no, old. I, you just don't know what look who's talking. This was like this was like a heard, massive worldwide yeah. film. In the I've 80s, definitely in the heard of it, but 90s. I haven't seen it. The, yeah, the first one is Bruce Willis plays the voice of the the voice of the baby's fort, and then in the second film, it's someone mm. called Roseanne, like a comedian. Is that comedian, called Look Who's Talking now? That's Look Who's Talking too, and then the, there is another okay. one called Look Who's Talking Now, mm. and that's the dog <laughs> can talk. Not talk out loud. It's like the okay. the, the, the voice of the dog. I, I find those kind of programs yeah. and films so ah. so 
I don't know. I guess as a child, it was just really intriguing. The ones where like the toys can talk or the or the animals and stuff like that. It's just like appealed to my creative imagination. I don't know. Like I just liked them. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. that, that mm-hmm. I loved that film when I was a kid. <laughs> Look who's talking. Doctor Doolittle, the first Doctor yeah, Doolittle. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny as well. So how did you end up on uh, Discord then? Me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. I was on, so I first joined, um, I joined Melissa's book club booze, which is a Facebook group um, that she runs um, in probably last October or November. And then I was just, I was just on there. I wasn't a patron or on Discord or anything. And then um, there was a Love Hour conference and I watched that, like I tuned into as much of that as possible. And in it, I was talking to, I was talking in the chat and i talked to somebody and they said oh uh, i said i'm from the uk and they said oh where are you from i said i'm from london they're from brighton and then uh, the girl said if i i forgot that she said her name but she said if you come in discord look for nella basically nella is the one who um told me about discord and that you know if i come but i remembered her youtube name so anyway then about probably a month later or something or a few weeks i just thought you know what let me see what's going on because also there were um some things like the love hour is um podcast that kev and melissa do and some and love hour after dark was are some of the episodes and they were only available to patreon members so i thought Right, I don't want to. I don't want to miss out episodes, and also I want to go on Discord to speak to this person who spoke to me in the conference chat on YouTube. So then I joined Patreon and I joined Discord, and I was like, I came into Discord, and the first thing I asked was, "Hi everyone, I'm glad to be, um, you know, here. Has anybody seen um, this person, or, or is this person on Discord? Because I talked to you in the Love Hour conference chat and stuff." But anyway. We eventually, um, you know, found each other. I remember that message. I remember, like, yeah. thinking, oh, there's another Briton here. And then uh, yeah. Hannah, Hannah was already there. So me, I think me okay. and you come in pretty much the same time. Kath and uh, uh, N came yeah, in yeah, maybe yeah, probably a couple a few weeks, weeks later. And I didn't join until, like, September or something like that, November. Was it that late? Yeah. I thought it was, like, maybe, like... I thought I joined in like June, July, and you were like August. No, I think it was no. like September. Look at that. Went. It didn't seem like I'd been that in there mm. that long when you come in. But yeah, so I started off as a member of the book Melissa's book, Melissa's Facebook group, and then I eventually came over to being a patron and joining Discord, and now here we are. <laughs> exactly. ATP, several months look later. At, look at started from <laughs> look at where we started, and now we. <laughs> If you think about it, we started yeah. a UK page because we were talking about things only UK people would would exactly. know. We thought we thought people would be bored, and because we were talk we <laughs> were talking really early in the day yeah. when no one was up. We, maybe we should put a, put this on our own page so we're not <laughs> yeah. we're not saturating uh, Kev's Discord oh, with loads of chat from the pits. And now it's it's become yeah, a whole, it whole thing on its own. And I remember um like so me and Nella um like. And envy. I mean, we like some of the ways we would say, like we say, um, you know, we saying fam, bruv, this, that, you know, in the in the kind of, well, I won't say it's London slang because I don't know. Obviously, Nella's from Nella's not from London, so I guess just urban slang, UK 
and um, they would say like, yeah. "Oh, you speaking in tongues and whatever." <laughs> like you know, they would think we'd do some kind of church <laughs> thing, but nah, it was just yeah. <laughs> but I guess you know. But I mean, you have to deal with so many, so much US this, US that. But anyway, you know, it's cool to have. It's cool. ATP is a cool place to be. Cool. ATP is a cool place to be. Yeah, it's funny sometimes. You don't even think. It's like I posted yeah. the picture of the mince pies today, and then people were exactly. People were like, what, 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 "What's that?" And I was like, "Is that a UK thing?" I thought I thought mince pies exactly. were like global. I didn't realize you would. Just, yeah. you might be just or like European. Thing. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know what mince oh. pies was until okay. Yeah. Uh, first, I thought like I've mm. heard of it before. I just thought it was meat in there. I was like, yeah. Mince meat and stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. It's just a yeah. mince meat pie. No, it's no. weird though because they do call it mince meat. Yeah, that's what goes in them. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know about Imagine that taking a bite out of a mince pie and thinking you were going <laughs> to taste savory. <laughs> that's what happened to me. No. <laughs> Expecting to taste mint. Yeah, I just you ended up <laughs> what the like heck orange is... zest. <laughs> what the heck is this? What's this orange zest? No, nah, that, that's that's the worst. Like. When you bite into something and you think you're going to taste one thing, you taste the other. I mean, that can mess uh, mess up a piece of food for me. Yeah, <laughs> mess up the whole meal. Yeah. Sometimes you've got you've just got to go with it. Like, how did exactly. somebody stumble across salted caramel? Yeah. Because sometimes that's yeah. it's like, how did that <laughs> even happen? I had something last week, yeah. salted caramel. Lisa gave me something, and I tasted it. And there was one bite I had of it, it was just really sweet. And then there was just a, oh, wow. a, a big piece of rock salt on it, and it just <laughs> it just changed the whole taste in my mouth. <laughs> and I was like, I don't over like that. They've it's, got um. Pix salted caramel and I tried it out for the first time. Yeah. And it's just caramel with like bits of salt in it, like salt, salt. salt and I'm exactly. like, what the heck is this? I don't like it. Yeah, I am not Do you know what? I'm not getting it again. Do you know what? And it, it, it could have actually been one of them, because we have we have had them recently. And I remember thinking mm. that is just a Twix with a piece of rock salt. I mean I that's what okay. it, it might have been a Twix. That's quite lazy. Strange. <laughs> if they were gonna, you know, call it salted caramel, at least do something else. But do you know, I actually don't like caramel. <laughs> I've never liked caramel. Well, I, I do like caramel. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of caramel. And... It's quite sickly. So you couldn't eat a, a, a whole load of it, just like a little Twix. But I don't even get a proper Twix. We get like uh, <laughs> Aldi rip-off versions. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even like uh, talking of candies, no, I'm not. I won't say candies. Like just sweet. Bad. How dare you? <laughs> we don't say candy over I here. I mean, candy. Like, I mean, that's like. I would think more candy floss. More those. You know, what are those um sweets that say like "Love me"? This that under. You know the ones. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what. Yeah. If I say hearts. candy, I'd I'd more think of that. I wouldn't think of chocolate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like chalky sweets. Yeah. It'd be, it'd oh my gosh. I, I see. I definitely used to eat a lot more sweets and sweet things than I do now in childhood. But um, like creme eggs is what I was going to say. Creme eggs are absolutely no, 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 no. I remember. Oh, this okay, so. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. It's cream eggs. Isn't yeah, it? I call them cream eggs too. I don't, I, I don't know. It's. It's cream I've, I've never, I've heard, never heard cream eggs. Cream eggs. Cream eggs. <laughs> it's cream eggs. Oh wow! I thought it was cream eggs. 
Yeah, it, it must be. This, this must be like it's a, so a actually, north south thing. It's actually quite mad. Like even um, you know, Mikey, you said um house coat. You say house coat. We say dressing gown. No, that is that isn't a north south thing. That's it. Lisa calls it. It's, if oh, I call man. it a house coat, Lisa says it's a dressing gown. That oh. splits. <laughs> that splits up even people oh. in Liverpool. People like call yeah. it either thing. I call it a house coat. Lots of it's lots so of people cool. call it a dressing gown. I'm so, oh, Mike. I'm Mikey. I literally. I can't even. I was so shocked when the other day on the chat you said that in Liverpool you pronounce what well, I say Adidas as Adidas, like the American. I was like, oh, oh. No, that's that's. Yeah. I remember going to Alton Towers when we were kids, yeah. and there was people from all over the UK there, and. We, we got talking to people from other cities and they were like, I like your Adidas. And we were like, what are you talking about? It's Adidas. They're called Adidas. And they were like, no, it's Adidas. And then we found out years later that Liverpool is the really? only city in the UK oh. who calls them Adidas, like the Americans. It's just us against... Adidas. I don't know if, what you call them. That's uh, Adidas. so funny. Yeah. That's so funny, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. I so I Nike so growing up, I always Nike? called it Nike. I knew that the Americans, I I I knew that I'd heard sometimes Americans calling it Nike, but I always called it Nike. Um, but then um, the other day, me and Hannah were talking about it in the chat, and um, she was saying it's Nike, like the actual um, the company, the way they say it, they say Nike, so it's Nike. So I thought, and she said they even say it on the phone. So I thought, wait, wait, wait. Let me ring them <laughs> and see what they say. And they said, hello, you're speaking to Nike. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to continue saying Nike because everybody will think I'm good if I say Nike. So yeah, yeah. everybody around. It's yeah. Nike. It's Nike. It's oh, just the way it is. But it's so funny, like, the differences in, like, the pronunciation of words and even... Even especially as we, I guess I've learned a lot more being in the chats that we're in, like the US words that they use, differences between the US words they use for things and the UK words for things like hood, truck, like hood, um, the front of a car, they say hood, we say um, bonnet, they say trunk for the back, we say boot, like it's a lot of interesting things and like bassinet it's like moses basket etc you know it's a lot of really interesting do you know which one i didn't know and i've i've been to i've been going to america for like 23 years i've never come across the the ground floor and first floor until i seen that video of that guy i don't think i've ever asked god in a lift and asked someone to like tell I'd, i'd always known to like if it was staying on the sixth floor and had nowhere to go i didn't know there was a difference for, for first and ground floor i didn't realize they called so our ground floor no, which is strange i mean unless they've got a floor below which is the ground and like the car park as well and stuff like that um i don't know that's you're on the ground so you're on the ground floor I've... they call that the first i've floor. heard people say that before <laughs> when i was in the states but um i just assumed they made a mistake i didn't really think no, that's I've 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 seen it. This this guy yeah, yeah, I saw the video as well recently. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you see it, yeah. And then I'd heard another person talk about it, and I was like, I never realised that one because I don't think I'd ever got in. A, I've been in a lift many times in America in hotels, but I've never had to like 
come across that problem. And I exactly. was like, That's, it's the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense to call it the ground floor. Exactly. The first floor is, is one mm, up. Strange things. Mm. But interesting to see all the differences. I mean, it certainly is. So, Catherine, yeah. I think we'll leave it there. It's been absolutely brilliant. Finally, uh, getting thank done you so much for having, having me. It's been really you. fun, especially reminiscing. <laughs> you're so welcome. Yeah, you're thank our you. first guest. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Lot, I feel Kat. so honored for you inviting me. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's the first episode of ponder on this done and dusted if you'd like to be a future guest please let me and then know and we'll try and sort out a recording until next time stay safe guys